Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Kyle Nelson. I've got my wonderful co-host here, Mr. Eli Libby. And today is a beautiful day, a beautiful morning here in Central Oregon. And we have an awesome guest. We have Kim Troy today. And we're going to talk a little bit about bringing value into life. Uh, but before that, we got to give a shout out yes. to what we're powered by every single Absolutely. podcast. Yes. What is it called, Eli? Absolutely. Altitude Coffee. This is the everything latte. Boom. It is a wonderful stuff. Oat milk, CBD, and superfoods. It will get your brain moving, get you focused, feeling really good, really Absolutely. nice, smooth not jittery. taste to it. It's not jittery. It's Very not focused, super bitter. It. It's not super sweet. It's just right in the middle. If you're interested in trying Altitude, mm -hmm. everything latte, and it's not at your stores, locally, you need to tell them. Mediators need to get Altitude because this is amazing stuff. But if not, go to AltitudeBev.com, and uh, they are going to – really empower your day because that's how we elevate our morning routine through altitude everything latte so all right so today we have a very special guest her name is kim troy she is the founder and ceo of civilis consulting a fractional hr and culture consultancy that's gonna be a really good conversation that yes. helps entrepreneur-led businesses reach new heights seasoned consultants work alongside ceos and leadership teams to roll out organizations wide transformations and have deep expertise consulting companies with remote or geographically dispersed business units. So, Kim, welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. Hey, thanks, guys. Happy to hey. be here. We are very, very excited uh, to have you on. Um, we love talking about culture. Yes. So that will be hopefully kind of part of this conversation. I would think. I think it'll. I think it'll swing into there. Yeah. I can't see it knocked down. I agree. Well, great. Well, Kim, as we kick this thing off. Tell us a little bit more about your background and kind of how you got to where you are today. Yeah, wow. Well, it's a, a long, sorted history, but I'll, I'll try to be, I'll be as brief as I can. So I started my career um, many, many moons ago back in uh, corporate, uh, the corporate environment, okay. and um, was in uh, retail, worked for some of the largest retailers mm -hmm. in the country, if not the world. And um, spent the first, you know, half of my career there in the field in good old fashioned retail sales management to working at the mall and then um, eventually moved into the corporate environment and was uh, director of HR for limited brands and then um, eventually uh, became our director of store operations for limited brands. And, um, you know, during that time, I had uh, an opportunity to really learn a lot about branding and how to execute a brand across, you know, 900,000 different business units. And um, it wow. was a really fabulous career, um, but, uh, you know, and learned a lot. Uh, I was in, you know, altogether in that corporate environment. I was there for about 25 years and, hmm. um, you know, learned everything really about building brands and about building really strong, sticky corporate cultures. Mm. And when I decided to leave, um, which was around, well, around uh, September 11th, 2001, actually, which wow. that's another story in and of itself. Yeah. But when I left, um, I, I really had decided at that point that I wanted to go do this work for other organizations cool. that I felt could benefit from everything that I'd learned. So wow. uh, that's how I started my consultancy. That took me far and wide. I started doing a lot of work in um, Southern Africa uh, for conservation cool. organizations there, which was a passion and interest of mine and sure. really took what 
ever I'd learned there in the retail environment and in that corporate environment, and then started applying a lot of those culture building skills and those culture or those, those brand building skills and organizational development skills in that uh, more entrepreneurial environment. Wow. That's pretty cool. What an awesome story. That's super cool. What were the what were the brands under lim- you said limited brands what what mm-hmm. that's, that's like the umbrella company what were the brands under that yeah so at the time um, you know it's it's changed a lot over the years but at the time uh, you know that that family of brands included mm-hmm. Lane Bryant uh, limited stores Express wow. Victoria's Secret Abercrombie and Fitch it, you know pretty wow. much every specialty retail store in the mall. Um, uh, was at one point under mm-hmm. that limited brands umbrella. Wow. What an exciting time too. Like, I mean, retail shopping, I'm sure was booming and in the, yeah, yeah. I mean, it those- was very different. Than- <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like the peak of it all. And yeah, it, it was really was. Yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, that company, that particular organization, as far as um, you know, brand building and really, yeah. um, you know, understanding how to take, um, you know, something that is, um, you know, just a commodity, truly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just some clothes, you know, or shoes yeah. or whatever in the, yeah. in the store and turn it into an experience right. and to have it have its own identity was, um, you know, you can't learn from, from better than that. So that's really cool. Can you expand too on corporate sticky culture? You mentioned that we're big culture freaks. Um, what would you consider as, what, what, can you expand on that term? Sticky, sticky culture. culture. Yeah. yeah. So, right. So, um, what we see a lot now, especially in the in the business that I'm in now, and with my consultancy, um, and what we see with um, you know smaller businesses, mm-hmm. smaller than you know than than billion multi billion dollar corporations, what we see is that um, there often is not a great definition around what our culture really is. Um, especially in the entrepreneur environment, the the culture and the the underlying values that that sort of pin, underpin that culture are tend to be very, um, I, I guess, generic. Um, the what we know from from the entrepreneur um, condition is mm-hmm. that you know when we build our businesses, we tend to build them in our own image. They are. Um, you know, they're a reflection of who we are, whatever, you know, whatever we end up doing, why, you know, whatever our business is going to be, we do it because we, we believe in what we do and, and they are extension, our business is an extension of us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's all great at the beginning when you're just building your business, but as your business grows and as you add more people um, onto your team, if you haven't done a really great job of articulating and defining what your culture is and what the you know what the behaviors are that you want um, out of individuals that embody your culture, um, you end up with with kind of a dilution and a oh uh, a diminishment of mm-hmm. of uh, of that culture. It becomes very generic. It you know our culture becomes about oh we're great problem solvers or you know we we you know we we're great you know at customer service, but. Yep. How do you define that? So, yep. um, so to make your culture sticky, you really need to dig in and really understand what is unique about what it is that you do, and then blow that up, exaggerate that, exacerbate it. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Oh, I love well, it. Let's let's jump into the, the yes. main topic: how to bring your values into life. Yeah. Right. So, 
So that, right. So one of the first things that we do when we, um, you know, when, when we have a new client, so our clients, like I said, are, are tend to be entrepreneur led businesses, founder led businesses. Um, and they come to us um, when they're having some kind of impediment, some kind of, um, you know, uh, um, block uh, in their growth. And so they, they reach out to us or they're usually they're referred to us when they have stopped growing or they're, um, they're, they're experiencing some sort of impediment and they need help figuring out what's going on. So the way that we diagnose that is we first, you know, really dig into what the company's values are. And that really starts with what the founder's values are. Um, and what we do is we start all the way, go, you know, start all the way back to the why, right? Good old Simon mm-hmm. Sinek, um, you know, start with why, but, yep. but that really, I mean, there's a reason right, why that is, yep. why that's so effective because, um, you know, we, we, again, as entrepreneurs, we tend to, um, you know, start our businesses and grow our business and it happens very organically. And it happens, like I said, as an extension of ourselves. And if we really haven't dug into that, why, you know, why do we have this business? Why are, why is it important that we grow? Why are we finding um, now that we're experiencing this limitation? Um, you know, why, why are we doing this? And so yep. we go through some exercises to really dig in there. A lot of these companies, everybody, almost everybody has a vision, mission and values. They've got it painted on the walls. They've got it, you know, written down somewhere. It's in some handbook or, yep. you know, it, it's there, but is it really sticky? Is it really genuine and authentic to who the founders are? And then by extension, you know, what it is that this entity that we built, is it a reflection of, 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 um, you know, of what we really intended it to be. So we start with that, you know, start all the way back to why we start with the founders. And then we do the same exercise with the, with the key um, employees or what we would consider to be the ideal employees, yep. the folks that we, you know, that we like, you know, we will we'll say, oh, we like that person and, yep. you know, we want to keep that person around. And so mm-hmm. we, we dig into the same kind of why to understand, okay, why do you work here? What, what is it about this environment and about these leaders that makes you want to be part of this team? So we start there and then and then we go through a variety of other exercises to really drill down into ultimately what that looks in the form of behaviors. What okay, so great if we're problem solving culture, what does that actually mean in my yep. particular role in this particular company? Wow. That is amazing. I absolutely love it. So what is the uh what is the what is the final outcome? So if we kind of work backwards, we've got the why starting at the very base foundational level mm-hmm. with the founders and then some key employees. What is the outcome that you're trying to actually achieve? Yeah. So what we do is, well, first of all, the 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 big outcome is for us to get on the same, literally the same page of, you know, what this culture really is. How do we, how do we um, uh, describe it in terms of, like I said, behaviors, in terms of, um, the way that we, the way that we deal with our customers, the way that we sell, the way that we hire people, yeah. who we attract, how we, how we attract them. So it really, in, in our environment, in our work, it culminates in, uh, you know, in some strategic, strategic plan, um, that helps move the organization from where it is today, 
um, and get it to what we really want it to be. Um, ultimately, like I said, that almost always when um, when a company finds that it's not growing or, um, you know, right now, you know, talent acquisition is a huge problem for everybody. It's um, yeah. it's just it's a challenge all the way around. And, you know, if you're having problems with that, everyone is. I don't want to make it sound like, oh, we've got the simple answer, but Right. You can if you if you do um, uh, a real close examination of who you really are as a business, as an entity, as as a leader, and um, and evaluate your employees and your yeah. prospective employees against that, um, you can you can attract the right people if you can put out there. Look, this is what we're all about. This is what you know what we're looking for how you will behave when you come here, how right. we behave toward you once you're here. Um, if you can really do a great job of articulating that, it's much it's much more effective um, helping you attract those people, find them, you know, find the needle in the haystack, yeah. and attract them and then ultimately keep them there. So our work ultimately, um, you know, culminates in a strategic plan that we then help our clients execute. Yeah. To get them from you know from where they are today to where they need to be in order to to you know get things growing again yeah yeah real growth absolutely <clears throat> what do you find <clears throat> excuse me with clients what is a difficult scenario typically that um you guys have to overcome what is like more one of the ones where the strengths of your consulting kind of comes in the most yeah so what what we often often see is that Growth in a company, like I said, we primarily work with companies that are growing and that are growing mm -hmm. intentionally. Um, but the what we often find is, is that growth has happened by the sheer will of the founder. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, it's maybe not been um, uh, really thought about as far as how we build a foundation on which to grow this entity. Um, like I said, when we all start our businesses, they're just naturally extensions of ourselves, but a business gets to a size where it has to take on its own identity. It has to become its own entity. And because you yourself cannot just physically no. <laughs> or logistically, you know, cannot just continue to, right. to right. continue, you know, to grow it. Right. So your organization has to become its own living, breathing entity. And, there comes a time when when that happens and a lot of our entrepreneur clients don't necessarily know when that happened um, or when that is. And so we find that there's just always that sort of underlying foundation that needs to be shored up or even, you know, built or rebuilt in order to get that, you know, get that entity back, you know, on the right track, um, you know, where it needs to go. So that's usually what we find is, is that there's just that underlying foundation that needs, yep. needs some work. Right. Yep. And, um, and that's what we do. And again, it, a lot of it comes back to culture, comes back mm -hmm. to these kind of underlying mm -hmm. values that the entity, the business um, holds dear. Makes total sense. I yeah. think it. Do you, <clears throat> not totally. Do, do you uh, find yourself having to help, founders or executive teams kind of discover what those values are? Yeah, Sometimes. definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like I said, I think that folks think, you know, when, when each of us thinks about 
what we hold dear, like what, you know, what's important to me. I'm a, you know, I, I, you know, honesty is super important. Right. Yeah. And uh, transparency and, um, you know, being genuine and authentic is, is those are things that are important to me. But consequently, my business is about that. Right. I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. Right. But what happens is, is that genuine and, you know, uh, authenticity means something different to me than it means to everybody else. I mean, it's just, it's all based on where you came from, how you grew up, you know, what your own perspective is personally and professionally. So, so if I don't do a really great job of explaining what authenticity, what authenticity means in my particular company, then um, I can't really expect that other people are going to be able to embody that same kind of authenticity in their roles when they come to work for me. So, um, so it's really about getting um, uh, kind of getting everybody um, to understand what that, what that is and pulling that out of the, uh, you know, of the individuals there in the organization. So yeah, we find that um, goes back to that, you know, why, you know, why did you start this business? Why is authenticity important to you? Um, you know, what is, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of just sort of, you know, psychology, um, right. you know, that, uh, that goes into it. We become coaches and counselors and, and, um, you know, uh, good old fashioned, you know, uh, therapists <laughs> when it comes to that. Yeah. Super interesting. That is very interesting. Um, is, uh, I'm trying to think where I want to go with this question. I, when, when you come in and you diagnose and you're asking those questions, um, what are some questions that you're asking founders uh, that are looking for looking for growth? They, they kind of had a, a, a big chunk of growth. They're kind of seeing a little bit of a plateau. They're trying to figure out how to mm. uh, get that mm -hmm. culture around attracting customers. What are some things that you're asking the founders mm -hmm. to, I don't know, am I saying that right? Do, do you get, get, can I get what I'm saying here, Kyle? Yeah. What are some questions you're asking these founders at that stage of a company right. to really help them articulate the values and bring them to life in the company? Yeah. So, you know, we have a, a series of questions, but, you know, one of them uh, or, or some of them come down to, again, you know, think back to when you started this yeah. thing, right? Started this, you know. Um, what, what was going on for you at that point? Why did you do that? Um, you know, yeah. why do you stick with it? Why is the, um, you know, I mean, it's not a, it, being a, a, an entrepreneur is never an easy road, right? But we do it, we have some sort of compulsion to, um, you know, to kind of get up every day and, you know, yep. pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and get back on it. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, but understanding why that is right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, you know, uh, we are entrepreneurs because we're that way, but we all have different motivations for, for why we do that. Sometimes it's, um, you know, sometimes it's, you know, because we are just fundamentally, um, you know, feeling responsible that, you know, yeah. we will take responsibility for what, you know, for whatever comes our way. We are just very responsible people. Sometimes it's because we're just really creative and we need a creative outlet and, yeah. and we can't get that anywhere else than, mm -hmm. than, you know, than, than by making our own um, entity and our own, um, you know, outlet. Um, so, so it, it, it can be a lot of different things for a lot of different people. 
And really understanding that then helps yeah. us understand, okay, then what is this entity? What is this business right. that you have? Mm -hmm. um, is it about then being creative? Is it about then, you know, just, all, you know, being steadfast and always being yeah. there? I mean, right. again, understanding those underlying values and those underlying motivations helps us then understand what this entity really is meant to to do why yeah. it's why it exists exactly. so um so that's that's why or that's what we so, do you're asking yeah yeah what's typically like the breakthrough at the end of your consulting like time with a company what, what is it that usually these companies are really like empowered and they're really seeing mm. at the end of the day like what is that um you know that le lever that they just couldn't yeah. get before now they're getting it yeah <clears throat> Well, it depends. I mean, I will tell you that we're pretty, um, we're pretty uh, determined to make mm -hmm. sure that our work um, with our client actually achieves what, you know, what they hired us to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so the, you know, in the, you know, in the big picture, the, the outcome tends to be that we, you know, we break through that barrier um, and, you know, off we grow. So if it's, you right. know, if they, um, you know, if they engaged us to help them with client acquisition, um, you know, then we, we've worked with them on, you know, on, uh, again, articulating what it is about their client acquisition process that stopped working because at mm. some point it worked, right? I mean, that's how they got to where they are. Um, and at what point did it stop working and why? Um, and then we help, like I said, we help them bridge that gap and help them re redevelop or, or yeah, re, yeah. Um, you know, reposition um, their client acquisition process, or if it's talent acquisition or whatever the barrier, sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it'll be a financial problem. Sometimes, you know, there'll be some kind of, like I said, some kind of impediment. Um, so what the, what the outcome typically is, is that we've got them back on the right track. Um, a lot of times we stick around to help them execute it as well. That's, it's an important aspect for us is all strategies are, you know, best guesses. Um, you know, at the time when you're putting them together, you're, you're, you're putting a, as thoughtful and as data, you know, data oriented strategy together as you can, as far as the game plan. But once you get into the execution of it, you have to constantly be tweaking it. Yeah. Um, that's just the way business works. <laughs> so, um, so we like to stick around to help them actually get it executed to make sure right. that we can, you know, can be there to, to, um, you know, to make sure it works. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And that is what, that's one of the things that makes us a little bit different than a lot of consultancies and that, you know, a lot of right. consultancies will just work with you on strategy, but we, we like to be part of the implementation plan as well. That's really cool. That was a big question that I had is you give them the tools, but to actually yeah. help them and walk with them and give them that execution plan. That's yeah. huge. That yeah. does, it, is, it is different. You don't really hear that a lot. Yeah. Oh, and cool. I know a lot of, a lot of companies will say this um, and, you know, and I'm sure it's true for a lot of companies, a lot of companies like mine, but, um, but it really, we really do because we could become so embedded in their business. We really do become business partners with them. Yeah. Um, right. So, and, 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 I love that. I mean, that's yeah. what's, that's why I do this. That's why I left my corporate career so that I could go do this for, for dozens and dozens and dozens of other companies. Yeah. It's just a lot right. more fun than doing it for, you know, one really big company. So, 
Um, so it's important to me and therefore important to my company that I, you know, that, um, you know, whatever the work is that we do has an impact. It's not yeah. just about, you know, having the impact, mm -hmm. um, you know, and that we got a client and we, you know, yeah. we, we got some, um, some income for ourselves. The impact yeah. is really how can we make sure that they grow and that they're, you know, however they're impacting their customers and their clients, yeah. we get to take credit for that too. Yeah. So would that be your why, Kim? Is that your why? Is that why you That's get up? That's my why. And, uh, really trying to get to it. Hundred percent. Yeah. That is, that is your why. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and like I said, I you know, going back to you know what I was sharing with you about my career, yep. um, you know, I had a very successful career. I I was doing very well. I could have stayed there for another you know twenty years, and yep. um, and really just got to that point. Um, you know, September 11th was once one of those times where we all sort of thought about reevaluating our yeah. own, you know, yeah. our own careers and the impact that we were all having. And yeah. that was the moment for me when I realized, man, I could do this. You know, I, I've got so much to offer that I, if I could do this for, for others and for other yeah. places and other organizations that I happen to feel strongly about and that I'm passionate about. I got to do it. And so I, I, you know, I left my career, very lucrative career, I might add, and it was a fabulous uh, opportunity. I mean, I have no, you know, nothing disparaging at all to say about that organization. Yeah. It was fabulous to me, but, um, but my why is yeah. to have a farther reaching impact than what I was able to have there. So, yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Awesome, Kim. Well, thank you so much. You know, we usually like to wrap up and ask our guests one question. That's if, if someone's listening to this podcast out there and there's one thing that you hope they took away from Kim Troy, what is that? Yeah, I think it would be impact. It would be to really consider what your impact, what you're capable of doing and how far reaching your impact really can be. And when you, when you examine that, why, um, right. you know, you might be surprised, you know, how much you can, you can do. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kim. Inspiring. That was a very, yeah, it was very inspiring. inspiring. It was a great conversation. Yeah. I, I, I'm feeling motivated. After Absolutely. Reevaluating our values <laughs> yeah. in my own Good. personal way. So as soon as we hang up here, I'm going to be drilling Kyle with questions. What is your why, Kyle? Why do you get up in the morning? <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Uh, well, awesome, Kim. So if um, someone wants to find you or get, get in touch, where would that be? Yeah. So, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn, you know, slash in slash Kim Troy. Um, so that's easy. And then you can also find us um, on the web at our website, which is civilisconsulting.com. C-I-V-I-L-I-S consulting.com. Awesome. Well, Amazing. thank you so much, Kim. We appreciate your time. Yes. We look forward Thanks, to guys. in touch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good to talk to you. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros Podcast. Just go ahead, go on any marketplace where you listen to podcasts. Type in Biz Bros. We'll be there. I promise we'll oh, be yeah. there. Find and uh, we're looking forward to having the next episode. And hopefully you can enjoy it with us on the Biz Bros Podcast. See you guys.